Coming up, we're going to end the year with a bang by talking about, well, Universal Orlando. Live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 110 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. It's a pretty good milestone, huh? Hey? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, just me? Okay. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition, the last live episode of the year, the final episode for 2016, 2016, however you want to say it. It's over. I am your host, Craig Williams. Today, I'm joined alongside Rhino Clavin. Hello. 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 I'm very very bright today. I think it's some way in this white shirt's reflecting everything in me. No, Mm. I thought it was just because Christmas is coming. Christmas is all around us. Yes. It's everywhere I go. No. Sorry, I was I fell asleep watching that movie last night. Oh, see, I thought we I mean we could have went that way or we could have went to like Christmas is coming, the goose is getting fat. (laughs) Please to put a penny in the old man's hat. I don't know what that is. If you haven't got a penny, a hay penny will do. If you haven't got a hey penny, then God bless you. Good. Pick a pocket or two. That's what I'm you, you've never heard that song? No. I've heard it. I okay. can't recall it, but I've heard it before. I, I think my grandmother used to say it to me at some point. I'm, I'm, I can't even express my disappointment. I can't express it. Are you getting... Um, I'm just stressed out. Home? The stupid thing is closed over the screen, so it's like uh, my OCD is killing me right now. Um, yeah, I was leaving. Sorry. Peace. Oh, that, okay. Hey, and back on the controls and opening up doors of all kinds. Oliver, Oliver Green. Green. Hello, everyone. Hello. 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 Christmas is coming. Oh, the final episode of 2016, <laughs> they say. So <laughs> so they say. <laughs> and so they say. Uh, we got a really big show. A really big show. A really big show today for you. So uh, we're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff. Uh, and, I mean... Clearly, in the past uh, week, well, last week we were pre-recorded, so our news was two weeks old. Um, This week, we're going to talk about everything that happened during the past week, including uh, announcements regarding Nintendo, as well as uh, Harry Potter, specifically a celebration of Harry Potter. And then we're going to finish this one off by kind of recapping uh, 2016 for the most part, maybe uh, sharing some of our favorite moments from it, Uh, putting Rhino on the spot here. But it, it's fine. You'll you'll be able to come up with one or two highlights by the end of the show. I'm sure. Sure, sure. I mean, nothing big happened this year. A Universal. No, not really. No, not really. Yeah, yeah. no, nothing. No, nothing. Nothing opened. Nothing happened. No, nothing good. So. <laughs> Garbage. Good. good. So before we really get started on all that, um, let's uh, let's uh, let's go around the table. Do we have any housekeeping? Well, we can't really go around the table. There's only two of us at the table. <laughs> let's yeah, let's go like semicircle around the table. Any housekeeping? Housekeeping? Mm. Anyone you want to say hi to? No. no? Okay. Am I supposed to? Am no. I forgetting something? Nope. I just this is what we call in the business stalling for time. Oh. Mm. Oh. Yes. Because I thought I had everything pulled up, and I guess I closed that tab. So we can just we can stop this show and start over, right? I don't no? think so, Tim. Okay. Oh, that was a highlight. That was a highlight for sure. Um, Okay, so no, we don't have any housekeeping, apparently. That's not a problem. So I guess let's just jump into it with the first big news story that I want to discuss. Um, Something uh, during our off week there, uh, the show we pre-recorded, the uh, number one big topic that we really talked about was Nintendo. We spent a lot of time with Nintendo. Nintendo. Were you trying to? Were you, you trying, trying to show? I was trying to cut to him yawning. Open. Yeah, but I couldn't do. That. Okay. <laughs> hey, remember, we are also an audio show, not just video. So yeah, watch out for that. Um, <laughs> so we talked a lot about Nintendo that very last episode that we did. Uh, a lot of speculation. A lot of this. A lot of that. A lot of the other. And you know that was fun. I had a, I had a fun time doing that. You know we we batted around. We threw out some ideas. Played some softball. 
Yeah. I don't know. You said basketball. Sure we did. I'm sorry. That's that's the first thing. You couldn't go baseball. You had to go straight to softball. They don't let us play baseball after you're out of the league. You know that? I, I was just complaining about this the other day. Not but last night. I played okay. baseball for 12 years. You know that? You played baseball. I played soccer, baseball, basketball. I played a lot of sports. <laughs> Anything he could to do to get into a <laughs> locker room. Yes, I just thought the showers at the end. It makes yeah. sense. Sadly, so much sense. not in my school. What, they made you shower with the girls? <laughs> no, there was no uh, none of that, really. Nobody used those in my school. Interesting. Well, actually, hey, before we talk about that big news that we are going to discuss, uh, I forgot that I do have a plug uh, for the unofficial Universal podcast. Um, Weren't you on something? Yes, the, the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast. So I was part of uh, the, as they call it, a podumentary Oh. A podcast documentary of sorts where I answered some questions. Um, I mean the the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast is the is the longest running unofficial Universal Orlando podcast out there. Oh, so um, you know we, we're just following in their footsteps. Uh, I well, I don't want to. I don't remember the exact year. I want to say five six years running. Oh, that's maybe longer good. than wow. that. Uh, definitely longer than us. We're only finishing out our third year here. So that's mm-hmm. not nearly as much. But uh, no, I did, a, I did a little bit on their show. And uh, I, I, think, uh, I think I did good answering questions. I think I did well. Um, but I haven't listened to it back yet. So just haven't had the time with this holiday season. Mm. <laughs> I feel like um, I good feel time like I to take a sip. Sorry, <laughs> you know what I do. <laughs> so <laughs> I want that. I want that sound by as a ringtone. <laughs> Maniacal laugh. That's definitely going to end up in the uh, remix. That moment that we just had back and forth there. <laughs> okay, so let's jump into the first big news, and that is I forgot to turn the air conditioning down in here. <laughs> the second big news: Universal Studios Japan has confirmed that they will have the first Nintendo-themed area at their park, and it will be open in time for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. As we said. I can't remember how long ago we said when that first rumor came out that they were going to try to open it up in time for the Olympics. Well, it will be open in time. So it wasn't just an announcement, though, that they came along with it. No, that's not fun. You know, it's one thing to say, oh, we're going to open something. Instead, they wanted to showcase a little bit of the artwork, the concept art behind what was going to open up. And I don't think any of us were preparing Mm-mm. for this uh, just what they were going into with it um so for those of you listening who haven't seen it yet i'm sure you've seen it by now and if you haven't oh, it's oh. stunning what are you doing with your lives that you can't take a couple minutes to go and look at this picture um so for those of you that are listening like i'll, I'll try and give the uh well yeah go go the audio sure. description so i'm looking at this artwork right now and in there it, it features what i'm assuming is peach's castle the castle itself looks like back... Can anyone remember back in the day? It was like 1998 uh, when over at Magic can Kingdom. Can anyone remember 1998? Okay, Rhino. Um, back in, like... No, they did it for one summer. Like, it was a, at Magic Kingdom where they covered the castle and it was like a birthday cake castle. That's kind of what it looks like a little bit. Okay, so it let's do... Hold on, hold on, okay, hold on. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's do the math on this. Why would... Walt Disney World make a birthday cake into a castle? Okay, it was, so, it was for the... It was for a birthday of some sort. I can't remember the date. All you had to say was, yes, Oliver, I remember the birthday. That's all you had to say. Let's do the math on this. Just for everyone listening, I know exactly what's happening. I'm controlling the conversation right now. Don't be like throwing your hands up saying, it's for this. We're going to work through Oliver. So why would 1998 be of any importance at the Magic Kingdom? I imagine it was some sort of anniversary. Okay. The, I want to say the uh, yeah. wow, well, what was the what was the anniversary that was celebrated this year? Forty fifth. So let's do some subtraction now. Minus eighteen. <laughs> I didn't sign up. That's for right. <laughs> the the grandest twenty seventh anniversary of Walt Disney <laughs> World. They put the cake for the twenty seventh. Hey, you know, had that big twenty seven right in the middle of it too. Remember that? It's nineteen ninety six. Thank you, Craig. Twenty fifth anniversary. All you had to say was, "Yeah, I remember when they did no, that." No, it was uh, that was that was the start of it, and yeah. uh, this was much more fun this way. So, <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, we. 
<laughs> Go on. 25th anniversary, Cake Castle. Oh, that's all. That's the, the point I was the making. The Pepto-Bismol, Pepto-Bismol yeah. Castle, as I, referred to by the fandom. <laughs> as all I was saying was it looks very similar to that in the artwork. Um, it just reminds me of that. It's very pink and very round looking. So that's the only point I was trying to make. But it took a journey to I love that that's there. all you could point out about the artwork, too. You didn't go into the stunning detail of how there's clearly multiple levels building up. There seems to be some sort of Yoshi's Island vibe going oh, no, on. Because you can see off. Yoshi and all of his friends God, down below in the corner. You can see right outside of Princess Peach's castle. Uh, she's out there with Toad. And uh, they look to be interacting with a little girl um, wearing a ribbon of sorts. I believe that's what you would call it. Oh, I see that now. Um, I didn't see that before you said it. Well, yeah, the, the interesting part of it is that it appears that Mario and Luigi will just be constantly stuck in their jumping position <laughs> um, at all times. That's not a bad position to be in. Uh, other things of note, um, clearly Bowser's Castle in the yes, background. Yes. Um, I. I've never seen anything. I mean, well, sorry. We have seen stuff that is this immersive. The Wizarding Worlds of Harry Potter, obviously, are extremely immersive. I've never seen anything in a theme park that looks this immersive. Well, there's three massive structures in there, too. You know what I mean? There's the castle, the the land area. Yeah. Uh, from what I, That reminds me of uh, the Nintendo 64 Mario that area you know what i mean that was like yeah. level one world one whatever and then and then bowser's castle back there and then you've got toad's little place down yeah. there his yep. house yep. and yep. it's just it's it's i don't know it's very exciting because you're like that's only structures what's the other stuff gonna be yeah. like mm-hmm. and we'll talk I mean, about we'll that. Get to that we'll yeah. get to that um i just i am blown away by this i this the artwork is beyond what my wildest dreams were for this place. I, I never expected them. Uh, you know, part of me felt like they were just going to almost cheap out and go kind of like Springfield USA style. Yeah. Not that that's cheaping out. I, I love that area of the park. It does make oh, yeah. me feel very Simpsonized. But this is, dare I say, that this may be even more impressive than stepping foot in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. We'll see about that. I think it's going to be in the same realm. Because I remember looking at some of the artwork for that and thinking, well, it's not going to look like that. And it does. So... It's, you know, it's the, gonna be the, the one thing, and I, I've kind of talked about it before. I don't know if it's been on the show, off the show, where, but to me, almost, this is kind of like that step in between Cars Land yeah. and the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. The thing that, about the Wizarding World of Harry Potter that really uh, solidifies that area for me ju- isn't just the immersion. Uh, it doesn't matter that we have the movies to base these structures on and stuff. Mm. The thing that takes it to the next level is the amount of theming that goes on within Mm -hmm. that everyone who's working in there is a a witch, a wizard, a dragon handler, a wand keeper. So that's where, and then uh, on the offside, you have cars land over at Disney, California adventure, uh, which is a beautiful, beautiful land, uh, completely immersive in any way. But, there's not that same theming that goes involved in it. There's not like the people you walk up to into into a cashier store. Yeah, they're just people. They're just they're just people. You might see the characters uh, driving through the streets. You might see Lightning McQueen. You might see Tom Mater or that boombox fella who starts a yeah, party. But the people, your your frontline cast members, those are not. They're not part of the story. I mean, maybe they, uh, we're pit crew, something like that, but not on the same level that Universal does. Part of the reason why Universal is better than Disney in that regards, that they try to give all of their their team members that backstory to why they are in the position they are. Um, you know, it's it, crap. It even translates over into the restaurants with uh, NBC Sports Grill & Brew being the the hostesses, uh, their pages. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that's how far they translate the story. I want to point something out in this photo. Here. But how will they do that with Nintendo? I don't know because I don't know that there's a story like you know what I mean like we yeah. all play it but we don't know I don't know what the the rules of the world are you know what I mean especially if this is all Mario oriented it's a little like what's this Italian plumber doing rescuing this lady from turtles like you know and um, or whatever they are um are they turtles they're turtles mm. right the shells the like goombas Yoshi? Which one? No, Yoshi's Sorry. a dinosaur. I wasn't listening. All I'm thinking about right now, Oliver, can you just keep it on this white chalko, turn the air conditioning down? <laughs> yeah, it's getting sure. very hot. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the Goombas are turtles, right? They have a shell, and they're, 
they're like turtles, right? And the yeah. turtles, the evil mushrooms, the thing, like yeah. some stuff makes sense, some stuff's out there, but like, I don't know, like, are the people of that land going to be Nintendo people? I do want to point out what it took away from yeah. Diagon Alley, though, and the photo is, um, if you look at it, it's got tunnels. And so yes. Universal has really understands people reacted extremely well yeah. to the enclosure of a land where, like, eyeline and all that stuff really factors into immersion. And it looks like they're really trying to keep this in a contained, oh, yeah. immersive area. No, no, no. I, I think they're going to do that. And I, I the theming is obviously going to have to change when you go underground. And I, the music's going to change. do 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 Oh god, that would be so god, I can't wait for that. The stuff. only problem is I don't want to like go into one tunnel and then or one pipe and I end up in water and I'm swimming around like a squirrel in water. I'm just think I just was starting to think like, do you think like there's gonna be meals where it's like the mushroom, the flower, the leaf Ooh. the acorn the whatever you know all the because there is an acorn in the one i'm See, playing well, right that's, now that's also the thing uh if you follow a lot of the disney parks in uh overseas especially the uh the asia parks they are always very intricate with their food the moki um yeah. alien green alien like, men they yeah. do amazing things with their food that is so incredible i do not doubt for a second that at Universal Studios the, the Japan, they will coupons. do the exact same thing. Yeah. They will make their food creative. I don't think that'll translate over into our parks because if it doesn't look like a cheeseburger, people won't eat it. No, I love Moki and um, I really want those like green alien Mokis. But I want um, it. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know what'll happen. Uh, I don't know what'll happen with the food, but that would be amazing. Even if it's waffles and they just make like leaf shaped waffles and you can have your breakfast That'd waffles, that would be fun. Um, but the 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 opportunities just with this are endless. So uh, let's go into some of the more the details on it too. I don't mm. want to just continue mm. over and over again. Um, the entire project is expected to exceed fifty billion yen, which right now is truffler ran, rough Ransley Ransley trufflating, roughly translating to uh, about four hundred thirty million dollars. Uh, and as I said, it will be opened by the 2020 Olympics. It will comprise of expansive and multi-level environments filled with unprecedented state-of-the-art rides, interactive areas, shops, and restaurants, all featuring Nintendo's most popular characters and games. Obviously, this first one is going to be uh, very heavy on Mario, almost gives off the vibe of uh, Super Mario World from Super Nintendo, which is one of the best games oh, yeah. out there. I will. For sure punch anyone in the throat who tries to argue that got the that feather with, with the cape and the, all the different color yoshis and I, like blue yoshi blue yoshi eats the shell and he flies and I, the other one stonks i love punching people in the throats yeah that's a favorite pastime of mine slapping yes. oliver around mm-hmm. and okay you so the conjecture say? in this chat right now is that not to interrupt you but they're saying like oh where's the land to put it in 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 japan or They're here. They're talking about here, but we'll get. Well, we, that's should we wait and get let's to go that? there? No, we'll go there now. Okay. Because that will lead us into their next, into our next story there. Yeah. So, I, uh, the initial, the initial rumors were that it was going to either take over part of Kid Zone and be in the back, uh, right in that area, back behind uh, the Simpsons, mm-hmm. uh, behind the Simpsons ride, um. And then there was also a little bit of rumors that instead of just kind of taking over some of Kid Zone, leave Kid Zone and completely use the rest of the land that was back there. Um, and that will be where Nintendo is. And I, there's still a possibility. Another interesting tidbit that I just heard, um, the apartments that I used to live at mm-hmm. right there, mm-hmm. apparently the tenants of that apartment complex have been told that they are no longer allowed to renew their lease. No. And those are brand new. I mean, in comparison to, you know, the rumor that I'm hearing, they're like less than five years old. They are. I think they're about seven years old now. Yeah. I think they're about seven. I remember when they were building them. Yeah. Uh, Six or seven. Uh, But they are being told they're not allowed to renew for next year. It will become housing for overseas people who might, want to keep an eye on construction and stuff like that. Does Universal own those? Um... They do not. They sold off that land. 
That w- that used to be Universal's land. They sold it off mm. when they were starting to deal around land. Yeah. I guess that happened back in the Seagram's Is day. it part of, part of the and land that was reacquired? I don't think yet. I think the deal hasn't... The deal has gone through quietly that they're buying back that land in those apartments. And from what I understand, they may be trying to keep the apartments for a while to use for housing for yeah. maybe Japanese as they're coming over to watch mm. construction happening. And then that land could potentially be taken down. So that way they have more room back there. Um, Cause there's a lot of room back there. Even if they're just going to use that for production offices and such uh, that whole stretch of land, that would still take away from a lot of other areas where they current, they can't build right now. So that could be a game changer. Um, I know it's an absolute long shot, but you don't think they're going to buy that area and keep the apartments and just do some sort of program and get English people over to work in the Potter areas? No, oh, no. no? Okay. I, the English screwed themselves over on that one. Why? What did we? What did we do? Uh, they put them in the lowest rent housing, and they came over. They partied nonstop, destroying the apartments, and left after a long time. Uh, so yeah, you. Universal, because they didn't run the program, kind of like they do with the college program, a lot less strict on what you could do while you're over here. Basically, if you didn't get arrested, then you're fine. Uh, I'm sure some got arrested, too, and we're still fine. But, um, (laughs) yeah, that's a whole other story for a different day. So, if if they decide to build in Universal Studios Florida, it will be on that land. It will be either taking part of KidZone over... And the rest will be on that land back with the parade building because rumors are they're building a second parade building as well, too. So that way they can have more land for Nintendo if that would happen. Um, It'll either be on all the land where the HHN tents were Mm. and they'll start clearing some of the production out of there. Or the other rumor, which we've discussed, and now I'm even starting to get a little bit on board with it, is that it could potentially be in the fourth upcoming theme park that we know will happen and that's what i think i mean that's what i that's what i always that's why i think yes they originally pulled back for a second because it was right after they announced that land purchase and so like it's a massive franchise that like it's a franchise too that if it's just super mario world right now that can easily be expanded outwards from that yeah so it just makes sense to like plot according to like future expansion and and that'll take us to our next one before we go there completely i do want to point out you know, I, I'm still on board with it. Uh, where people are now asking, when's it going to open in in Orlando? When is that happening? Like well, we know it'll be. We'll know it'll be at least 2020 mm. for Japan. That it. Who knows? Maybe they could get it open sooner, but it will be at least by 2020. I'm still telling you, Hollywood's going to come next. Uh, they just have a stronger Asian market there yeah. that comes to the parks. They're going to go for that next, followed by Orlando. So I would say either. Uh, I would say they're going to push for a summer opening once it does happen. So I'm guessing it'll be summer 2022. That's my guess, though. Mm, so like five years from now? Yeah. Yeah. Summer 2022. I, I'm, Especially I'm hopeful if it's, that it's, if it's a it part is, of if it's a part of a fourth park, summer 2022. It'll open up. That seems reasonable for me. Five years is reasonable. So I would like to be wrong. But they even also said before that they will not all open at once. So I think they're preparing us to know that they're staggered. Plus, they're going to want to get people. They're going to want to stagger it so people are willing from the States, willing to travel over to Japan. Yeah. See that product. Um, You know, even then, people who live on the East Coast, if I can't go to Japan for the opening, I'll be heartbroken, but I'll get over it. When it opens up in Hollywood, though, I will be there within the first month of yeah. it being open. Oh, yeah. Without absolutely. a doubt. Um, it, knowing how much Pete loves... Um, knowing how much Pete loves... Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> I would not be surprised. Um, if we were all out there, yeah. So, we'll see It's what just one happens. of those things that just sounds cool, looks cool, and the next thing we'll talk about is it just like... Right? We're talking about the ride yeah. vehicle? Yeah. So, 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 like, it's just one of those where you, you know what I mean? It's that Christmas morning thing. You're like, oh, God, I can't go to sleep. I'm so excited. So, I'm not going to sleep for five yeah. years. So, we know the first, we know the first area will be heavily focused on Mario and friends. So, why 
do we think that perhaps it could have a bigger presence in a fourth park? Well, that's because Orlando Business Journal did some digging mm-hmm. and found some very, very cool patents uh, that Universal Creative is working on. And the reason, well, that's, so if you're watching live, you're seeing this uh, this picture of a patent now. Um, this is for some sort of uh, racing attraction of sorts, maybe not even racing, just uh, a, a car attraction that the backside of the vehicle is clearly drifting away. And uh, apparently the description from the uh, the patent on this one called it a drift racer, a two-rider car-based amusement racing attraction with the ability to simulate drifting sensations. Uh, two passengers who could be in time-slash-points competition with another car will have control over some aspect of their ride vehicle. The driver would have a steering wheel and an acceleration and brake pedal to control the turning, drifting of the vehicle, and speed. The rear passenger would have a control interface with buttons that could control the vehicle or bounce the ride vehicle, providing a boost to the vehicle during the race or affect the performance of another ride vehicle on the track. So... It doesn't take a genius to figure out what this development is for. Right. Mm. Mario Kart. Yes. I mean, yeah. The picture alone looks like it, but at the same time, you know what I mean? Like, if it can move and swing on the axis like that, it's got to be. Yes. No, absolutely. It's 100%. It is Mario Kart without without a doubt at all. Um, and... It just gets me so excited seeing that. We constantly talked about, oh, how are they going to do it? How are they going to do it? How could they pull off Mario Kart? Yeah. Well. Looks like they've already been thinking about that themselves. Yeah, they went and found a way. And But last, it was, uh, yeah, it was last week. We also talked about, well, how could they expand into other areas? What would they expand into? Rhino, you said a yeah. Donkey Kong. Yeah, I was saying, like, what would the thing you want to see the most? And I said Donkey Kong. And I said, I don't know how. I don't know what it would be. I don't know whatever. And you suggested... That your favorite part of Donkey Kong is the mind. You were just snapping these yeah. photos up I before thought, we get to them, huh? Well, I thought that was the is the you, that was the cue. But you like the minecart level the most. I know he drags yes. it out. It was there we go. the minecart level <laughs> that I did enjoy the most. And lo and behold, this we talked about all this stuff two weeks ago when we pre-recorded. Yeah. So this was not. This might have been out there yet, but I can say without a doubt, we did not. We didn't see it. We didn't yeah. see this. It wasn't like we were hinting yeah, at this episode. I, I saw all this stuff when Orlando Business Journal posted the article on the 9th of December. So, um, lo and behold, one of the patents they found is for a boom coaster. This is a unique arm that would attach to a ride vehicle to help enhance rides that appear to be on a track system but are actually controlled by a separate arm. For example, the arm could be C-shaped, connected to a secondary hidden track underneath the track Guest C. As a result, rides that have a story element, breaks in tracks, say like an upcoming jump from one track to another, could cause suspense. Oh, wait, I didn't even read that part, and we well, were looking is, at it. And this then is really- part of... Orlando Business Journal's yeah, description. Shoot. So, so they, the patent says because the passenger may believe that the simulated ride service controls a path of the passenger vehicle, the passenger may fear or anticipate that the passenger vehicle may crash or otherwise incur damage as a result of the elevated gap, which is 150% yeah, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong minecart. It's great, too, because the, the the first photo we saw, like you can see there's the lower track and the upper track, and it's it's like... The in Donkey Kong, you see two tracks, yes. so it it f- still fits in theming with their like that their device can actually be seen, and it's yep. like part of the actual thing. And imagine you could go from upper track to lower track, and then back to the upper track. Oh, yeah. You know, like it just seems no. And like with that, clearly the picture. Go back to the picture one more second. I know this doesn't help for audio, but like you can see how this would be a motion where they're going to jump up. So the bottom track is going to to also raise up to the same level that you need to hit the upper track but at the same time what if that what if that isn't just a stationary arm what if like how cool would it be if they actually do figure out a way that they can also like a kooka robotic in yeah. there to make the arm go down so that way they can do that too yeah again i know like, this isn't very helpful for the people that are listening but on that photo you just seen um you can't see too much but this is another one i believe it's part of the same design you can yeah. see how intricate that design is so i think it is going to have some sort of system where the arm will move in some way yeah. but no it's just this is it's ridiculously cool it's incredible this is innovation at its finest. Oh, uh, yeah, at and, 100%. Sorry, yeah. I should have said it before. We'll have a link to this, this article in the show notes over at a business journal. Um, this was one article a lot of people didn't copy and you know, spread it as their own because 
they did the hard work finding all this stuff or someone passed it on to them i don't know how they found it but i mean good for them because this was this was a treasure trove of information and it that's that's for the most part the nintendo stuff that was in there uh now let's move on to other parts that they other patents that they found sorry excuse me for saying that wrong uh let's look at the simulator one next if you if you could please <laughs> there we go so it's very exciting as well yes yeah. this one is very exciting um it's a simulator that's what it will be so um Guests would step into the flying simulator on a moving track system that it well it looks like a suit um let's just say it it looks like iron man it's got it the looks circle like, and the chest yeah. piece. They're all holding <laughs> yeah. their arms out, the hand out yeah. with the, where the uh, the repulsor is in the hand. Yeah, it just looks like you are going to step into an Iron Man suit and you'll be simulating some okay. sort of flight. You know what's great about this is if this is an Iron Man thing, this is going to blow Disney's Iron Man experience out of the water. Oh, yeah. Because they've literally been like, oh, yeah, you made an Iron Man thing? Well, we can too. And we put people in the suit. It's not even like you're yep. in this giant car. Like they they took it a step further. Like I don't know. That's that. It's crazy to me. It's really. It, it's I'm just insane. so excited. Yeah. No, it, it's literally that's insane. True um, and of course, uh, Iron Man is represented at uh, Iron Man is represented at Islands of Adventure. Um, I d- I don't believe it's anything more than just you can see an Iron Man one of the cardboard cutouts, but. From what I understand of that deal, it's anyone who says they truly understand every part of that contract is a flat-out liar. Because yeah. then two days later, you just completely say something different about it. So, um, you know, it, it will be used. It, it, they can use Iron Man. Um, they've talked about there was a lot of rumors going around that, oh, they're going to scrap Spider-Man and just make it a full-blown Avengers ride, uh, an Avengers simulator. Never. I don't think they're doing that now. Spider-Man looks beautiful after they underwent oh, yeah. that 4K transition. They cannot get rid of Spider-Man. Spider-Man is is the number, either number two or three attraction at Universal Orlando, without a doubt. Um, you know. I'd, it, I'd even rank it in that list in best attractions in all of Central Florida. But. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, it's, it is a spectacle of a ride. I, I love Spider-Man. Um, but if they now add on this Iron Man style ride yeah to superhero island forget about it um it's i i just want it to be now yeah i as i can it's the christmas morning thing i am done waiting and then just to go even further let's talk about some of the stuff that we now know that's going to uh come with volcano bay um so we'll start with the mats for one of the water slides, I guess. So it's a functional mat racer. Uh, the mats could come with display and audio elements that show images of other riders in the ride experience, a thrilling section further along in the ride, while a speaker may play captured audio from those riders to build anticipation. Um, the rider could play music, have a light theme like holiday colors, and... Uh, they could have it saved to their park identification bracelet. I guess they're tapu tapus. Um, so yeah, it's one of those things. It doesn't seem very intricate. Uh, I think I might have even read somewhere that some other park was testing this out, or maybe they tested it at Wet and Wild. I don't know. I, I forget things. I'm getting old. Um, but it's just it's some of that technology that's just taking it to the next level. Something different. Something that makes a water park a little bit more unique than it might have been before. I feel like this is really unfair to talk about after you've just spoke about all like the technological advances that are coming into the parks because this is, it's impressive, but it's nothing special that, you know, we've not already seen before. So I just feel it's a bit unfair because you've built up all the hype over like the potential Iron Man suit and then it's like, oh yeah, and over at Volcano Bay there might be some screens and some lights. Yes, but that's that's (laughs) something that, when's the last time you've ever seen over at Blizzard Beach unless some a-hole has a flashlight on the front of theirs? (laughs) No, but over at Wet and Wild they were doing a lot of stuff like that before. Okay, so yes, but I think this is taken to the next level. Oh, definitely. Remember, everything they do at Wet and Wild has just been building up to what they're putting into play with Volcano Bay. Yeah. Um, 
that's that's just the case. They've, I mean, they're they're using it as their playground yeah. right now to let's see what we can do. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. When and Wild's going to be closed so soon. Yeah. Oh my God! In like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks from Saturday. Oh. Well, should we play like some Sarah McLaughlin? We right were going to go for it. Should we sing a song? Uh, we were going to go. I'm okay. Shoot, now I will remember you. But I never been, so I can't remember it. Will, will you remember me? Hey, wait, wait, wait. I want to see if I can do this. Oh. Can you hit it? Can you hit it? Ah, keep going. Can, I, I, can uh, you hit it? Don't let you. Don't let your life pass you by. And weep not for remember I don't know the lyrics. I don't, don't don't let your life. I don't, did I'm I get it? Adopt a dog I get right now. God, you're you're just at this point, Oliver. You've taken way too long. I don't care. I, I feel like we can't play any seconds. more than yeah, that. Yeah, we, we can only we can only afford the fifteen seconds. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to even like, risk it. <laughs> Ridiculous. So we'll in another five minutes. Just play another five seconds, and then we'll call it even. At that, so. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize we had fans in here. Um, okay, so let's talk about the last, uh, the last thing that is part of the patent. This one has Rhino pissing his pants. I do actually really have to pee right now. Okay. Yes, but the attract, but the, it also has him pissing his pants. Yeah. And that is the slide entry system. Yeah, this the new terrifying. They're how they're going to have one of their uh, their drop slides. Look so at the it could be in for the second photo if you're watching yeah. this. He's got gills. Yeah, I do. Have, we have to say this may or may not be used for Volcano Bay, and I guess the same thing should be said with the with the last one. But it's assumed that both of these will be features in Volcano Bay. So this one is essentially, um, you, the person is going to step into. A tube like they have for a lot of drop rides out there, um, including uh, on the Disney Magic. They have their Aqua Aqua oh. Dunk. It's Aqua Duck on the big ships. Aqua yeah. Dunk on that one. Step in. Floor drops out below you. I believe they have it oh, at really? Sea World to the yeah, EU Breakaway Falls. Yeah, Breakaway Falls. Yeah. Um, so, but this one, you're gonna go in the tube. And then it is going to fill completely up with water, according to the patent picture. It will go up and over your head as well, too, essentially drowning you. All I can think about is that scene in The Prestige where yes. uh, they like put her in and it's the all ox. supposed to go okay and drop her in, and then they can't break the... They, they don't have the ox. Yeah. Um, and so then, I guess, when you get to the close, like when you're just about to drown, then it will open up and you will drop down the slide. Um could, I can't even imagine that experience. I, can you imagine falling down a slide, but with a tank worth of water with you? Oh, like, it's not going to be fun. The momentum. The feeling of the thing just like, whew, and you fall. I don't know. It will feel more. It will feel less like you're falling and more like a vacuum. Have you guys it scares done, me um, thinking about it. Have you ever done... Oh God, what's the one at Blizzard Beach? The, Summit Plummet. Yeah. yeah, have you done it? Yes, oh, yeah. I have done I'm, I'm terrified of heights, and my friend's like, one went in front of me, one went behind me, so they knew I didn't try and yeah. get out of it. And that thing was horrifying. And that, yeah. to me, is like, this looks like that. this might be yeah. a little bit scary. See, with all slides with me, though, including Summit Plummet, it's one of those uh, one of those moments where the first time, even if I, I've done it now, I can't tell you how many times, but the very the first time I would do it, every time going to Blizzard Beach, be terrified. Yeah. Like, no, I can't do this again. I know I've done it before. I can't do it again. Then you do it that first time. And then after that, it's like, get me back up there. I'm ready I to go again. The thing that- there was a bird just flapping its wings right next to my head while I'm about Corey's to Corey's got like, some oh, great God. stories about it, but I'm not going to. I'll never go to that park ever again if I hear a Corey story. I'm sure. I wonder how many times you've seen, like, streaks of brown down the slide. I can guarantee it's happened. I can guarantee Oh, I was thinking it. about dead people. No, 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 no. No, Rhino. Where did your mind go? Well, my, my friend used to be a lifeguard there. That's why. So, like, I, I, not there. It didn't happen on that yeah, attraction, yeah. but they've told me stories that I can't. Oh, it's all I can think about sometimes. I love the King Llama just called the slide entry system the reverse Augustus gloop. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks you back up into the... That's, that's hilarious. Um, it, but they're just Sorry, just the reverse gloop. I don't want to screw that one up. Um, 
Yes, this, uh... This is terrifying. I don't care what anyone says. Something like Summit Plummet, you push yourself off. So it's your decision to go. This is not your decision yeah. to go. You, you're in that capsule and... Even the, dr- even the ones that drop out from under you. That's... Yeah. You know, it's happening. This one will fill up with water. Yeah, for those, and again, those of you that are, that it could are listening, be random. We don't know. It's it is essentially just that. It's one that fills. It's one. Uh, it's a system that it just r- drops out from under oh you, and it's gosh. like a virtual thing. That's so. like the ultimate fear. It could be random. You know, you could step in there. It could fill up to your knees, oh, or it insane, could fill yeah. all the way up over your head. You don't know. Just waiting oh, for the anticipation. That's what I think. I bet it's going to be random. Waiting for the anticipation. Unless, unless it Bam. has to have a specific amount of water to function yeah. the way it's supposed to function Ugh. safely. Nuts. Terrifying. Uh, I'm telling you, universal. You know, we can we can sit here and say, well, you know, Kong was, eh. <laughs> Not that I, I love Kong still. Every time I go on. Every time I go on, it gets harder to leave. Well, okay, I'm going to tell you real quick about I know, you sat, you sat I said, in the wrong they seat. They sat me in the front row, yeah. and but it was a walk-on, so that's fine. My friend had never seen it before, though, and you, you really, if you're going to go to the ride, don't go in the front row. You can't see anything. Um, back you right. can't see any part of the, the show, and you can see the hole in the tunnel yeah. the whole time. Mm. Yeah, no, don't do that. Be smart. That's what the internet's for, so you don't go make those mistakes. That's what With we're the for. people who aren't in the know up at the front. Um that's all i'm not harassing the cast team member whatever okay no harassing harris you know what happens when you harass people you get a hairy butt okie dokie you know so so that was all a bunch of fun and exciting news literally universal is you watch them people are going to be talking about universal in a couple of years from now Yeah, they will. Did you hear about that person that drowned at Universal in that slide attraction? <laughs> They're going to be talking. I was thinking, I just heard you, you. So I saved kind of the weakest news for last. Uh, you know, it seemed exciting when they announced this way back on December 8th. But we have our first two um, We have our first two talent announced for Celebration of Harry Potter coming to Universal Orlando January 27th to the 29th of 2017. Who are they? We have Warwick Davis. Of course, who plays Flitwick and Griphook. Uh, if you don't care to know him from Harry Potter, then you need to go to see Ewok. Or the Wicket, the Ewok, pardon me, as well as the Leprechaun. 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 <laughs> uh, and it was just, that was a little Wayne's World. Uh, was that Wayne's World 2? Yeah. yeah. Uh, two. It's two. I'm, it's two. Right? Someone, it, someone yeah, tell us right now. Yeah, because they're watching it on TV... Jillian throw it in the out first there, one, it's the it. suck it, and then the second one, it's the leprechaun. Yeah. When whoever wouldn't just for the times that we need a flashlight right now, yeah, the so, leprechaun. Um, yeah, so <laughs> he will be there as well as Matthew Lewis. Who, by the way, did you know this? I mean, unless you were about to say it, I'm sorry, I'm stealing your thunder. But he's engaged to a Universal Orlando team member. Yes, I knew that. I did not yeah, know he just, that. He just got engaged, and I think it happened like within the last week. But it's yep. a Universal Orlando team member, which means yeah. he met that team member during the Harry Potter weekend. And here's the thing as well: they are, from what I've heard, this is all a rumor mill right now. When they get married, he's gonna live in Orlando. They're oh, not moving. Jesus, yeah, I'm he's gonna get staying arrested. here. So okay, that's good to know. But this is what I've heard: they're not gonna go elsewhere. That he's gonna stay here because I, I don't know whether she's gonna want to keep working or not, but. Probably not. I imagine they've got plenty of money, but still, he's going to come to Orlando. And I feel like I've got to keep oh, talking because nobody Craig, else. Craig, is. I'm gonna, I'm Craig's trying to find out who it oh, is. Oh, I have mutual gonna... friends with her. <gasps> <gasps> yeah, I'm not friends with her, but Christmas I have Christmas party invitations. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I don't recognize her from like. I don't recognize her from when I worked there, but. I have what? friends who did. So. Why would Matthew Lewis. I guess he could come live here and still have like a. He's not going to be able to live in Orlando and have an acting career, but he'd probably go to Hollywood, and hey, she could go hey, transfer it over to Universal out. Hollywood. Listen, living in Orlando worked out for a couple people I know. <laughs> a few <laughs> few members called the NSYNC. <laughs> and uh, the, those uh, boys who were from the back streets. <laughs> they were from Orlando, were they? I think they were, too. Weren't yeah, they? I believe so. I believe so. O-Town is from Orlando. Uh, That's I, the reason why they're called O-Town. Yeah. I think all of them developed out of Orlando. That was the thing. Yeah, formed in Backstreet Boys, formed in Orlando, was Florida. It? it was the, uh, the boy band boom. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but another great musical artist to come out of Florida is someone by the name of Flo Rida. And if you put it together, it says Florida. Did he come out of Orlando? I knew nope. he was from Florida. Nope, no. but I'm just broadening the, the Orlando. He came out of Florida. And we all know my favorite artist Did from Florida. Did he come Florida. out of Miami? Pitbull. Pit- 
Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. Hold on, I finally got it. Oh, oh Leprechaun! Mr. <laughs> 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 uh, Worldwide. No, it's a good thing we can't get canceled. Somebody said, don't forget O-Town. I did say O-Town. Well, it's it, there's, a delay, there's a delay. There's a delay. <laughs> there's no, a delay. I apologize. <laughs> Fan. Jill, it's Jillian. I don't yeah, feel bad. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So. Yeah. We're gonna get it. Yeah. This one we can't. That one for sure. We will get flagged. Um, that was about four seconds. Yeah. It's. It, we're gonna keep it at that. So yeah. Uh, those. Those are the two talent. <laughs> those are the two talent that we have. Right it is Wayne's now. World too. Um. Yeah. No. 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 I'm, we're all good on that. So. Um, let's talk about what else is happening with it. Creative talent also set to appear at the event includes Nick Dudman, makeup and creature effects designer for Harry Potter, Pierre Bon Boana, he's been there before, the head prop maker. Yeah, he's- Paul Harris, the world's first and only one combat choreographer. I'm getting sick of him. I hope he wears his orange jumpsuit again. He's it's a no, signature outfit. It's not the orange jumpsuit. He wears like a he wears like a tracksuit. He is like the most stereotypical British person. He wears like an Adidas tracksuit, but then he takes off the jacket and ties it around his waist. Um, he's yeah, like, wearing his trainers. He's just dancing around. It, it sounds like a stereotype from like the nineties, yes. like from <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> which was when he would have been popular. He was fashionable when Harry Potter and the uh, Sorcerer's Stone came out. Which was like, sorry, is that anything like the Philosopher's Stone? Okay, shut up. Um, Mina Lima will be back, who did all the graphic style of the films, including Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. But no real, uh, no real knowing right now if there will be any stars from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them yet. So if they get Ezra Miller, I will lose my mind. I'll just be honest. If they don't pull anyone in from Fantastic Beasts and they don't represent it at all, I, I think. I think they're missing the mark on it. Yeah. They're really they're really missing the mark on it. I mean, Matthew Lewis is great. He's very entertaining. I've watched him, but each year that he comes, uh, he just seems to be less and less interested in being there anymore. Not like someone like uh Ivana Lynch, who every year, even though she says the same things, she's still bright and bubbly and so happy to be there celebrating with fans. Uh and even Warwick, like, you know, he always would come for Star Wars weekends every single year and he always did his same show Mm -hmm, year after year but you could always tell he loved doing it matthew lewis just doesn't seem to give a crap and now that we know now that you pointed out that's why he's he's engaged it's clearly yeah he's just he's here because why not so uh we'll, we'll be there covering it i'm not saying we're not that's what we do um and i'll still be excited like i have every single time i've gone uh, to a celebration of Harry Potter, but I, I'm going to need some more meat to get me really pumped about it this year. That's what Rhino says. Yeah. <laughs> and it is not. <laughs> we were in Jamaica, and Rhino was loving the jerk chicken. <laughs> I see what you did there. The dark meat of the jerk chicken. I don't know where you're going with that one. <laughs> you know. Too late, too late, too late. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> that does it for our news and Oliver's life, apparently. Um, <laughs> so let's wrap up this year by talking about this year. And uh, so on the Dis Unplugged Disney World Edition show that will be going out this Tuesday, uh, we we wrapped up the year by talking about kind of our uh, not we did the biggest news stories of the year as well as just our favorite things that kind of happened uh during the year in terms of us and our experiences at disney so i just wanted to quickly at the end here share uh the same uh mentality for for universal so uh oliver and i were discussing this on the way over so i'm going to uh shoot it over to him first oliver what was your highlight or favorite favorite universal moment in uh, in 2016. Okay, so it, this is like very individual to me. Um, but this for you, and again, I know you've been able to do this all year round. But for me, this year it was the first year I purchased the frequent frequent fear pass, so I could keep going back and back again to Halloween Horror Nights. And in the past, I was fond of Halloween Horror Nights and a fan. But now I'm like one of those crazy people. Like I'm, I'm online looking at what's happening next year. I can't wait. I absolutely loved this year's event. I fell in love with Chance. Like. She confuses mm. me in ways I can't even begin to, to describe. Um, God. Oh, I don't think so, so, Tim. I, oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. 
Hey, no, no, no. I've, uh, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> but no, that was, that was mine. Like, it's being able to go back all over and over and over and over again was just absolutely amazing. And I, it's just made, I found this new passion and love for the event that I didn't have before, um, just through getting that frequent fear pass. So I, I absolutely love Halloween Horror Nights. My, see, my problem is that Oliver preferred the chances that were not as good looking as the other chances. I don't like any of the chances, sorry. Well, I understand. You you do not find women you're a lost, attractive. You're a lost case, Rhino, but I can tell you a pretty Rhino, girl, too. And I'm, you, you tell me, who's the most attractive woman in your eyes? My mother. Who? who? <laughs> Besides Grandma, of course. <laughs> Besides Grandma? Yeah. <laughs> Amy Jo Johnson. <laughs> you would. <laughs> Come on. Ser- serious. Serious answer. Uh, I don't I don't know an on the spot thing like that. Um, the girl from The Big Bang Theory, Kaylee Kuoko. Yeah, Kuoko? I think she's pretty. Kuoko? When she has the not with the fair you like her with the long like hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not a bad answer. Oliver, Kira Knightley, one hundred and ten percent. Gross. No. Kira Knightley. She's is... like a bag. She's a skeleton bag of bones and teeth. Okay, back when I was younger, it used to be uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Now it's Kira Knightley. It changes as well. Chances in there, but only when I've, you know. So, I don't, I'm sorry for the, really for the like listeners. Oh, for the listeners, it, what I, are you I, doing there? When I uh, partook in uh, an adult beverage, um, yeah, there you go. Okay, that's that's just the way it is. Okay, good to know. <laughs> Rhino, any, like any highlights so for you besides <laughs> this conversation? Say, no. <laughs> sorry, ladies, I think you're all pretty, but <gasps> you're just not for me. Sorry, just got to put it out there before we go off topic, off of this particular topic. The Chainsaw chainsaw Girls as well. Very, very... I love the Chainsaw Girls. Really did. Sorry, Spencer Rhino, what watch, were you saying? Spencer watches show? Nobody's no. mother does, so... Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ice cream. Like, I'm glad they exist, but I don't need to eat every flavor. So, I am just not... I stick with what I like. So, um... I don't know. I'm trying to think if there was a big thing. Like, I really enjoyed the Toothsome opening... Um, I, I like that place. Um, I really liked NBC Sports. That was a show. That was right? last year. Was it really? Yeah. Last oh, Halloween right. Horror Nights. A lot happened this year, huh? Um, I, ha, not, I don't know. I like Halloween Horror Nights. I always like Halloween Horror Nights. I liked last year, but I don't know. But, um. God, pick one, honestly. I want to, is it something like that happened there or we Just, did or can it be any memory I have? It can there? be any, anything. Okay. Anything. When my friends came into highlight? town for yeah. that, um, that Power Ranger thing I did, um, we went, and one of them had never been there before, and then one hadn't been in years, so he had never seen Diagon Alley. And yeah. I always really enjoy um, going into Diagon Alley with people for the first time, you know, especially when they're big Harry Potter fans. So I feel like that never goes away. And on that note, this was the first year I did Harry Potter, the Harry Potter weekend, as part of the Diz, too, and that was an interesting experience. Yeah, that was. was an interesting experience. Yeah. But... um I don't know. I just like Universal so much all the time. It's just always, it's been a consistently good, yeah. good year and, you know, enjoyable year. For I don't me. know. My, hard, my highlights. You know? I mean. Oh, okay. Oh, oh here we go. Oh, oh. Here we go. Uh, I don't know that it was a highlight, but I'm going to talk about it. I had, a, I had a, a monument moment this year, and that was I did the Hulk. Yes, you did. So I will say, like, that was my, when we did Dueling Dragon last year, that was, I had the, I had the Hulk Dra- this Dragon year. Challenge. Dragon, Dragon Challenge. Hasn't it has been, been drooling. It has been about been, 10 years, and I still can't. Hasn't been it since Bring It On All or Nothing. Well, you know, I'm watching that movie too much. Or so. is that In It for Win It? In It to Win It. In It to Win It. All is or Nothing is the, I think, the third one. Okay. Because that's too the one many. with Solange. Solange Knowles? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the Hayden Penantera. And then Hayden Penantera. Hayden Penantera. Yeah, there's coffee grinding in the background. Oh, okay. So. It sounds like someone's sharpening pencils with an electric. <laughs> what is? What year do you live in? An electric pencil sharpener. Two computers. Um, yeah, mine. Uh, oh, it's, I think y'all hit the nails on the head. There's been, there hasn't been anything like overly amazing this year that's come out of Universal. I don't want to say, I don't want to belittle like uh, Skull Island. Uh, I, I enjoy that ride thoroughly. Mm-hmm. It's really great getting to ride it. As you mentioned, the Hulk, uh, especially with it reopening, um, very cool, especially uh, when I got to ride it for the first time. And, you know, we zipped in with with our media event that we were doing and got placed in the front row right away. And that was 
just that was a spectacle. Um, heck, even Sapphire Falls. I was just going to say, I think that like, was actually one of my favorite. I really enjoyed that yeah, weekend. When we spending that there. whole weekend there, just taking that hotel in was pretty out of this world. Um, amazing. A lot of a lot of good times this year at Universal, uh, for sure. But I think my favorite thing, and you mentioned it, it has to be twosome. Uh, mm-hmm. That's been the one thing that I can say without a doubt was worth the wait. Um, I thought you were going to say the Amatista Cookhouse. The Amatista, <laughs> yeah. My my favorite thing was the Amatista Cookhouse at Sapphire yeah, Falls. Yeah. <laughs> totally worth the wait. Uh, no, I, I yeah, I, I really liked that bar in Sapphire Falls. I would say yeah. that was a really good experience. I liked it, yeah. but Tusum, Tusum yeah. is like the only thing that. I have been every time I've been there, it still hasn't let me down yet. Yeah. Uh, and you can't say that a lot. Um, you know, it's they've done lots of there's been lots of fun events. So like the crappy pop up tent that they had outside NBC Sports Grill and Brew for oh, the Olympics. For the Olympics yeah. That was fun. Um, I like that they did it. I appreciate yeah, it. Was, it was I liked playing Pokemon Go around um, City Walk. I went there to, more than once. I did the Dis Pop episode yeah. there and we um and I also did it one night. Uh, I don't know. Well, I enjoyed that, that they brought back Dufftoberfest this year for mm-hmm. Halloween, mm-hmm. as well as had some other good pumpkin beers uh, available at Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, wait, it was it was the first year of uh, it was the first year of Butter Beer Fudge this year, wasn't it? I think it was. It yeah. was, it and was. I tried that at the Harry yeah. Potter when I was covering the event. I was by myself yeah. in the, in uh, Diagon Alley, and I found I saw it, and I was like. It's like it was like lit up like an angel, and, oh. <laughs> and man, that thing is amazing. And somebody rang the doorbell. Probably and Jackie. If it's an employee. It's Jackie. It is. Shame it's on Jackie. you. It's Jackie. She's the only one who doesn't know enough to walk, and you can already hear her already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's the one person who doesn't know enough to just walk in, not even open the door yet. Yeah. Um, well. Two things I've just thought of as well that were very very exciting this year. Very small things, but made a huge impact. Um, when they switched over from the paper annual passes to the. Oh. oh! Oh! When we got plastic annual passes. Plastic annual passes. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, and I when do they... like opening my wallet and seeing it and being yeah. like, I'm better than everybody. Exactly. Um, and also when they did, this is very specific to, again to the annual pass holder people, but um, when they did the annual pass holder event, yeah. I've, this year more than ever have I felt more loved as an annual pass. Holder, have I never felt more loved as an annual pass holder? Yeah. No, they treated Orlando. They treated us right this year. They did. Um, I did like the pop up weekend for. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights too. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. even though I didn't get to go, but I, I thought that yeah. that was I really liked that they like just threw in an extra night, and not just because I feel like they might have done ended up doing that even with if they hadn't missed the weekend for the yeah. hurricane, you know. No, it was, uh, it was nice. It was very nice. I uh, like this surprise. The only thing they did wrong to their annual pass holders this year was the Warcraft screening, <laughs> and by that making did people you end up sit there. It? No, oh. no, no. <laughs> it's David Bowie's son no. directed that, you know. Duncan Jones is his son. He also directed the movie Moon, which is actually a phenomenal movie. That's very movie. good. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. So it's unfortunate. I didn't see it. It's unfortunate that you took this. I didn't You'd see like it. it. You should watch it. You War- should watch no, movie. Warcraft. I didn't oh, see it. I, I, saw, I saw Moon. Yeah. You know you, you know me and Sam Rockwell go back. Well, I, yeah. I mean, we go back. Space movie. All the way from Galaxy Quest. I thought you were going to say Charlie's Angels. No, just, just Galaxy Quest. Yeah. We go back. Uh, wow. Is he in Galaxy? What a weird. Yeah, yes. that's his like first big big role. That's like, he play. He was like the host. He was, he was the MC of oh, the is, convention, yeah, he and is, then he, is, he, is he went yeah. along with them because he was in one episode. It's yeah. an extra. Okay, yeah. now I, I love that. Yeah. Show. I love that movie. So, yeah, so, so good. Because he wanted to sit down and start signing autographs too. <laughs> I do, okay, I, I am going to bring up another thing then because uh, it just triggered my memory with Galaxy Quest. Uh, the stuff with Alan Rickman, Alan Rickman's yeah. passing is not, you know, a favorite moment, but it was kind of like, it was nice to see that Universal had a space that, you know, the the wand, the raising yeah. of the wands at Hogwarts and the flower at the door. And then when they did the Harry Potter weekend, when they had the little tribute to him, yeah. I thought that was all very nice, you know, no, it was thoughtful. It, it was no that was it was being there to see like the night the one nighttime event that i went to and they had uh they had the tribute to him i think they played it the night before for you guys too yeah, so you already fireworks. saw it but just yeah. getting to see it was like that's beautiful they did yeah. it right heck i'll even say um the fact that universal uh dedicated a window in hollywood to the victims of pulse mm. Oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That they dedicated a whole window. I forget to about their, that. I still uh, haven't gone to find that. Yeah. take the photo. So of that. no, they've done. They've done. While nothing massive this year, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, um, a lot of good stuff. And I think, I think 2017 
we got a lot, a lot of stuff going on in 2017 between the Vulcan Bay, um, the new Star Trek themed water park that's coming to Universal Orlando. Um, you got yourself your fall on ride. You got, you got fall on ride 2017. You have the new op- you have the new wing of Cabana Bay. Uh, just Cabinet. just a like lot, a, wine resort. a lot going on. Cabinet. So I think we're gonna have a fun 2017, and I hope uh, I hope we have fun. Uh, this was uh, this was a good year. So we'll make 2017 even better. We'll toast to eggnog after this show. Um, so as always, please, if you want any more information about our show, head to our show notes page at disunplug.com. You can find out information of everything we talked today, plus all the other shows on the Disunplugged podcast network. Uh, we have one more show coming up for you this week. That is tomorrow's episode of Diz Pop reviewing Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that is going to be happening tonight. Um, and that's going to be absolutely out of this world i'm sure well you know it is space <laughs> favorite space lots of space space everywhere running around there's no ground um yeah so uh make sure you're following us on facebook twitter subscribe to youtube itunes this that the other uh all that just uh thank you guys for making 2016 an amazing year uh thanks for following along with us we hope you actually got something out of it and we hope you get something out of it next year as well too so that's going to do it for this episode of the dis unplugged universal edition hit the music we'll see you again next year we'll start with our resolution from 2017. Yeah. 2016. 2016. Yeah. <laughs>